Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Listeners, you are going to love today's episode of Doing Divorce Different. We have the author of The Mom's Guide to a Good Divorce, Sarah Armstrong, just a genuinely wonderful woman who went through a hard time and wrote a book to help people. It's not even her business. She does other work in the corporate world, but she's giving this back to the world because she divorced a different way. She divorced a better way, as her daughter terms it, a good divorce. And I know some of you, that's hard to imagine, but I promise you, you can do divorce different. It might be hard, but you can do it. And this episode focuses on how you can do that and help your kiddos. And she kind of talks about how to help them prepare for the divorce how to handle it during the divorce and the future moving forward. So it's a wonderful episode and I'm so thankful that you're here. Stay tuned. Welcome listeners. I am so excited to have author Sarah Armstrong with me today and we're going to get to know her a little bit better. I've been kind of peeking around at your blog posts and finding out about your background a little bit, but you seem, you're you're an amazing woman. I mean, you went to Georgetown, you played volleyball there. I love that. I think college athletes are amazing. But the reason that you're here today is because you wrote a book called The Mom's Guide to a Good Divorce. And I have to tell you that I love it when I meet people who go through something difficult and then they turn around and they use it to help others. And so I am excited to learn more about you, your story, what made you write this book, and then to get into some of the tips that you have, you know, as we go through and how to prepare kids for a divorce. Tips, you know, for during the divorce and after. So Sarah, welcome. We're happy that you're here. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for having me. Really great to be with you today. Well, do you want to start out with the story of what led you to write this book? Sure, I will definitely start there. You know, and I think the the first headline is I, I never expected to write a book. You know, as 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 you mentioned, I've I'm in the corporate world and global marketing, and so this was not something that I had on my list of things to do in life. But what led me to write this book is that I got divorced actually 13 years ago. My daughter was seven my daughter, Grace. And at that point, we went through this process and I'd watched a lot of ugly divorces when I was growing up. And I actually like to start with like, you know, just for the record, I'm actually not an advocate for divorce in an ideal world. You know, couples that get married, stay together for the long time, long term. And I thought that would be the case 
for us, but sometimes that's not the case. And these days, divorce is more common than ever. So when we went through that process and I'd grown up with that mental model of a really, quite honestly, ugly divorce, even though my parents had been married for 55 years. So I had a model that was very different. I thought that that's where we're going to be. So I went down this path and said to my ex-husband, there's got to be a, a better way of doing this. And so we were very conscious in our approach to the divorce process and really keeping grace and focus you know, from day one. And in doing that, one of the things that happened over the course of kind of the years post-divorce is that a number of friends that, you know, came to me and said, would you help me think through this? Because, you know, you had such a good divorce. Mm -hmm. And, you know, ironically, I I kind of say that I, I became a poster child for a good divorce and not, you know, not even knowing that that was something that I was looking to do. So, you know, Grace, my daughter, actually coined the term a good divorce. Aww. And we were, yeah, we were checking out at a CVS. It was a year after our divorce. She was eight years old. We we're standing there and there was a People magazine on the cover of the, the newsstand right by the checkout. And there was a celebrity couple getting a divorce. And she looked at me and she goes, Mommy, is that a good divorce or a bad divorce? And I said, Grace, I have no idea what's the difference between a good divorce and a bad divorce. She goes, well, a good divorce is when the mommy and daddy are nice to each other like you and daddy. And a bad divorce is when they scream and yell at each other. Wow, that is amazing. And as you probably know, that's what's going to make her resilient. Absolutely. You know, help her survive this. So the fact that you were able to do that, and this was a while ago. I mean, I don't know. There are resources, more resources available there was are anything then you know what they're really in fairness there was not the resources there there's there is definitely a shift happening but i will say that it was interesting when we went through a divorce i was the first of my friends to go through divorce you know i was handed these big thick books that were just dense and weren't very helpful class and i didn't read them but um, we actually went through a collaborative divorce so we did use that process which i think you know, it has, you know, the, the legal components in terms of lawyers, but you have these coaches that coach you through the process. Yes. Then you have a financial neutral and then a child specialist. So that team really worked with us. So we did have that as a model to go through. Perfect. And I do think it absolutely led the way for us going down the right path of being able to have the potential of a good divorce. But, you know, I, I say that to uh, there's not enough discussion in society about the concept of a good divorce. And right. You know, and there's such an impact on children that are part of a divorce process. So that's why I, after writing this book and then really being on this journey with this book, I've really become focused on trying to to share, you know, the concept of a good divorce and why that's something I want couples to consider as they're going into this process. Mm -hmm. You know, divorce is an action. You know, you get divorced, but what you put your children through during that process can have such an impact on them emotionally on their view on marriage and relationships and just their overall happiness. You know, I I say, Lisa, that we cover the plugs and we put bike helmets on them and, you know, we feed them organic milk. We do all these things to keep them healthy and happy. And, but when you put them in a toxic environment of a divorce, which can be very toxic and leave them there, you know, Mm -hmm. for the divorce process and potentially for years to follow, you know, that impact on children is something that, you know, they didn't choose to get divorced. Right. You know, that wasn't their choice. I generally say that, you know, no one gets married to get divorced. Right. No one generally gets divorced for positive reasons. You know, there's usually something that has 
triggered that decision. But the children are the ones that they didn't get to choose it, but they're the most significantly impacted by that decision. And so my goal is just to help, you know, couples and specifically moms really think about what they can do to go on that path to potentially have a good divorce, because I do think it's an attainable outcome. You are so speaking my language (laughs) in line with my passion. And you're sitting here and you're talking about this and people are probably thinking, well, she makes it sound so easy. I know it's not easy. It's not easy. No, and it is not easy. And it's the hardest thing I've ever been through. No question. But I think even though it's not easy, it is doable. Yep. And we can do hard things, especially when we like our reasons, like our children. And yeah, if you keep your kids in front and center the whole time and think not what's best for you or your ex-husband or ex-spouse, but what's best for your children, and you keep that in view throughout all the discussions you need to have, all the decisions you need to make, you will all land in a better place. I fundamentally believe that. Amen. And it's so awesome that your ex-spouse felt the same way. Yes. Now, we, I was fortunate that he was open to this, you know, to this process and we were able to talk through it together and really go through it together. And, you know, that's another thing, you know, when you talk about the willingness of ex-spouses to go through things, you know, in a divorce scenario, I think it's one of the things that is most important is regardless, again, of the triggers of the divorce, you almost have to, as a couple, decide whatever led us here, that's, that's in the past. But how are we going to now act as co-parents to our children in this moment? And, you know, one of the moments that really sticks out for me in our, in our journey is we were at Grace's parent-teacher conference when she was in sixth grade. And we, at that point, she goes into the conference with us. So we went together and Grace joined us. And we went through this hour-long discussion with her teacher. And at the end of it, she looked at us and she said, are you two divorced? And I, I said, yeah, we've actually been divorced for five years. She said, why? Well, I had no idea. And I said, well, it didn't occur to me to walk in and say, hi, we're divorced. Yeah. Let's talk about Grace's education now. Right. Uh, you know, and so she said, you would be surprised how few couples that are divorced can walk into this office and sit down with me with their child and talk about their child's education. It is so rare. And you know, she says, it makes me very sad. And I said to her, you know, that makes me really sad because what's more important to a couple than the child they're raising together and how they're doing in school, right? Yes, amen, amen. And so listeners, if you are hearing this and you're having a hard time, you know, it's hard. There's triggers. You know, keep it focused on the kids because it will pay you back in spades. I mean, it's amazing how well children do. So, yeah, I just, I can't say that enough. And so now if you can give my listeners maybe a little bit of information about how to prepare your kiddos as you're approaching the divorce, you know, I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe like, how do you tell them? When do you tell them? And I'm sure it depends on ages, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's so many things to think about and and age is definitely a consideration, but I think, you know, as you're preparing, it's a, it's a combination of thinking about what you're telling your children and what you're telling your support network around your children. And they can be there for your kids as well, whether that's the teacher, whether that's your family, whether that's your, the coaches, your best friends, you know, that are going to be interacting. So I think it's not only what you're telling your children, but those around that are going to be there for your kids during this process. That's so important. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one of the things that I think is important for children that are going through divorce. And I, I talk about minimizing the gaps 
and in their physical environment, because one of the most important things that a child can feel when two parents are going through divorce and you're actually going to be potentially having different homes and all that comes with that is really thinking about not how is their physical world not being pulled apart, literally physically. In, right. in and, you know, one of the moments we had is I, we were, Grace and I were going to stay in the house that we were going to be living in post-divorce in my my husband, ex-husband was going to be moving out. We had a long wall of family black and white photos of both of our families. Mm-hmm. And I actually took the time to take the photos that were of my ex-husband and his family and put other photos up on the wall one day when Grace was at a play date. And she came home and I was in the kitchen and out of the hallway, this little voice goes, hey, mom. I go, what's that, Grace? She said, the wall has changed. And I stopped and I said, well, what's changed? She said, there are more pictures of me up there. It looks great. And she ran up to her room. But the thing was, Lisa, if I hadn't taken the time to put new pictures up and had just left those little hangers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where her dad's photos were and her dad's family photos were, the memory she would have had, you know, years later, she would have been telling the therapist, quite honestly. You know, my my parents got divorced and my, my mom took all the photos of my dad off the wall and left those little hangers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are these little things there. So it's as much about what you're telling your children, but it's also what they're experiencing and how right. they so as you ease them into the idea of divorce, it kind of sounds like get the community wrapped yes. around that you're you're gonna all support this. Yes. Make it comfortable having a home with both parents as comfortable as you can. Yes. And yeah. And then you have to work through the message of that. This is a change that we're going to go through. Yeah. And, and then the other thing that they may not appreciate, but you're, you're going to need to think through as parents is when we went through our process, we went to see a child specialist and he looked at me and says, Sarah, do you travel? And I said, yeah, I travel internationally for my job. And he looked at my ex-husband, he says, do you travel? And he said, domestically. He said, well, Grace is going to become a professional traveler for the next 11 years until she goes yes. out of school. Yep. And he said, so what are you going to do to minimize that feeling of her becoming a professional traveler? And so, you yep. know, the logistics of life of how you manage that is another thing to think about in terms of how things go back and forth between homes and things along those lines. Yep. And I know that it can get tricky when you have teenagers and they have a favorite pair of jeans and they don't want to keep... I mean, it's just things yes. to think through. Yes, yes. And yeah. I, I talk about trying to minimize the feeling that they have to pack a bag each week. Right? Say that again, minimize the-, minimize the feeling that they have to pack a bag each week. You know, okay. Okay, that's, that's the travel, that's yeah. a piece. So how can you, there are going to be those favorites that can't yep. be a problems, but how can you put, and again, there's some socioeconomic considerations here, but how yep. can you have- the basics of both homes so that your child isn't feeling like they're literally carrying their life with them to school or to soccer practice and then to dad's house or to mom's house. So what can you do as parents to help them to minimize that feeling? So it's a really important piece of, again, both the physical representation of divorce and the emotional aspect. Right, right. Well, and so as I'm looking at my questions, I want to ask about like after the, the divorce, like, tips for listeners or additional insights, but is there anything that I've missed about during that divorce, anything that the listeners should know 
to keep in mind or are we ready to move to? I, I think the just the last thing is to that there's going to be a year first during the divorce. And, and as you as you go into that year first, whether it's the first birthday, first holidays, you know, first family vacations, and just know that you're going to go through them that first time as a family in a different structure of a family and decide whether those worked for you or whether you need to make some shifts in those traditions or those ways that you've potentially done those things in the past and really figure out what's work, what works for you. But you have to go through those year firsts yes. to then figure out what you want that second and third and fourth year to look like. And so it is a really important year to be conscious of how everyone's reacting to whatever those moments are and think about how you need to adjust along the way. Yeah, that's so helpful. So as you're talking about, so that's the first year. Now as yeah. we move into three years out, five yes. years out, six, yeah. what are some things that people can do to, to work together still through yes. this process? Yes. Well, I think one of the most important things we need in life, but definitely during and post-divorce, is building our compartmentalization muscles. <laughs> And I talk about this in my book. And the reason this is important is I always, I say that I do Pilates and, you know, you look to have a strong core muscle. Yes. <laughs> Some of us have not necessarily built the compartmentalization muscle we need. And what that allows us to do is in those moments, even when you're on the path to trying to have a good divorce, you're going to have moments where you're going to have frustration or you're going to want to say something or whatever the case. And you have to decide, is that when I need to share that emotion or that thought? Or is it better served to set that aside? I, I need to deal with the emotion. I might even want to share that thought. But if my kids are around and they're there with me in that moment, how you use that compartmentalization muscle and say, not right now. This is not the time to do that. And I will share that emotion or thought or experience that emotion or thought at a different time. And so I think that's something that if you can build that muscle, it is a muscle you end up using post-divorce, you know, pre, during, and post-divorce. And right. it's an important one because your children are watching you every, every moment along the way, you know, again, throughout the process and then afterwards. And so what you're showing them is, are you going to focus on reliving or relitigating why you got divorced, who did something to the other person, or are you going to really look ahead and say, we're creating a new positive, happy life here and moving forward. And I think that compartmentalization muscle is really a key component to think about as you're trying to move on and really look ahead. Yes. And, and I, my hope is that that can get really strong as the years go by, because you got a lot of time to strengthen it yes. over <laughs> and over and over again. You do, you do. And it takes practice, you know, and yeah. some days you might name it and some days the muscle might, might not work exactly as you wanted it to, but then you have to reflect and say, you know what? I want to handle that type of situation differently next time and learn yeah. along the way. Cause that is another thing. We're not perfect. None right. of this is easy, as you mentioned earlier. So mental, be easy on yourself. I yeah. always tell people that don't beat yourself up. Yeah. You know, but you've got to, you, but you have to learn when those moments happen that mm, I might don't want to handle that the same way. Right. That's, and think about what that means and maybe thinking about how you strengthen that muscle a little bit more for the next time. Yeah. I just wanted to pop in here quick before the saddle up segment and this whole thing winds down. And I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan 
you will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, check on my online courses, and sign up for the Parenting Plan course now because when parents work together, they can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. Well, Sarah, I'm already looking. Time is getting away from us. And so because I'm in my barn, I call the end of my podcast the saddle up segment. There we go. That's where we kind of trot in. And I ask you for one little tidbit or piece of advice that could help our listeners right away. The most important thing that you want them to hear today. I think the most important thing is the concept that a good divorce is something feasible that you can attain, even if you've gone through what could have been deemed, you know, a, a messy divorce in terms of how you got to that decision to, to have a divorce. And if you can step back and keep your children in focus, really think about those decisions you need to make and the discussions you need to have to set you on a course of having a good divorce and then really keeping that as your North star throughout the process. I fundamentally believe that we can have the concept of a good divorce become an attainable outcome and that it's the best thing for you, for your children, potentially for your ex-spouse that, that people at the end of this can be happy and live a new phase of life, but under a different structure. And they're really fundamentally it. And I feel like it's just, better for your future, your learning skills that are going to make you have greater future relationships. So it's just an all around win-win, even though it's some work. Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes, it definitely takes work, but it, yeah. the work is well worth the effort when you see what life can be like post-divorce, both for you and your children. Yes. Yep. And you have the proof. Yes. Yep. So. Very happy. Now 20 year old daughter who has a great relationship with me and a great relationship with her dad and, you know, she, again, was the one that really coined the term a good divorce. And I think, yes. you know, if you were to ask her today, that would be, that was always my goal is that she could look back and say, you know, my parents did all they could, you know, and they had a good divorce. So good. So now, Sarah, tell my listeners, how can they find your book? Great question. So it is on Amazon and it's in paperback. It's an ebook, iBook, and it also is on Audible. I love it. For those that would rather take a walk and listen, and I will mention that it's it's written in three phases, preparing for the change, during the change, and post the change, and it's 185 topics, but there's only a topic per page, and okay. it's not really meant to be read cover to cover. It's meant to be that okay. you read the topics that you need. The table of contents is broken out so you can look for a topic, read that topic, reflect on it. And then go to the next topic when you're ready to take on the next topic that you want to reflect on. So it's really meant to be a practical guide as you go through these different phases of the divorce process. So good. And we will have a link to that in the show notes and on YouTube too. I should have a link. So that'll be yeah. wonderful. People can just click on that and find that book. And Sarah, 
Thank you so much for being here and for giving us your time and for writing a book that's going to help people deal with something that's hard. Well, thank you for having me, Lisa. And I really appreciate you, all that you're trying to do in terms of changing the perception of, of divorce in society. I think it takes all of us showing that there's another, another way to do this and that it's a really important thing to focus on. So thank you. I appreciate those kind words. Before I go, I just want to let you know some exciting news. In addition to my online parenting plan course, I now have the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork course. This course is going to hold your hand through the mediation process and the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork. It's easy, effective, comprehensive. You will have what you need to file for divorce with this course. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.